Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the series where I review a comic book new or old from my collection and rate it on a variety of factors. This is a special episode of the podcast because I'm actually starting the fifth year of the podcast. Can you believe it? I certainly can't. Can you also believe this? I've got a guest for the first time ever on the podcast. We're starting off the fifth year off right with a guest. Please welcome Patricia Duarte. Hi, everyone. Hello, how are you doing? How's your day been? How are you surviving the apocalypse? Oh my gosh, that's been crazy, but I'm surviving. So yeah, so I can't believe it that we're together right now. Are you six or four? I think we're six feet exactly. We've got to get the the measuring tape to confirm. (laughs) It might be 5.59 or something. Oh no, (laughs) we're dead. Yeah, well in the meantime, we've got plenty of comics to talk about. This is the fifth year of the podcast. I started this back in, do the math, five years ago, and I've gone over to 200 episodes of the podcast. So every single week, I'm reviewing a comic book, either one that I have in my collection, or a brand new one that I got, that I should be spending on food instead, instead of comics. But um, I get, uh, I have plenty of comics to talk about to review. The big idea for this week is that I wanted to talk about like my earliest comic books, the ones that I still have in my collection that are 30 years old, that I wish they were still in amazing quality so they'd be worth thousands of dollars. They're they're in okay quality, so they're only hundreds of dollars, not thousands. And uh, this is the ones that I wanted to talk about. So the first one that I want to show you here is The Amazing Spider-Man number 266 from 1985. So legend has it that this is my first comic book. I still have it. Uh, can you describe the cover just a little bit for the listeners? What do you see? Obviously, you might not know the characters and such, but what do you see? What's going on on this cover? Well, um, uh, this is a unique Spider-Man's collection for us that we're not such a Spider-Man savvy people. Mm-hmm. So Spider-Man is in, in black color, so I'm assuming that it's this other color character called. Well, it is Spider-Man, but that was during uh, his plot line where he did have a black costume. So he had always had the red, white, and blue one, but in the 80s, they made him like dark and edgy, sort of, and they gave him a black costume. So it was more like inspired by changing something and make it trendy or a different story. What was interesting is that actually a fan sent Marvel Comics a letter saying, hey, you should change Spider-Man and here's an idea for it. So they bought the idea from that fan and they actually then put it into his stories that it was like the 80s. Spider-Man has been around since the 60s. So then in the 80s, it's like, well, let's change it up a little bit. And this fan said, let's change it like this. And so they, they bought the idea and they made him like the dark costume version, the black costume version. But what did you, did they change the story as well? To justify, or it was the same story, and they just put this black costume. It was a black costume that was an alien life form, actually. Mm -hmm. So he went off to uh, another planet where there was a big battle going on. His original costume got ripped, and then they made him a new costume out of new technology. And then later on, he found out that it was alive. It was actually feeding off of his adrenaline gland and such. Mm -hmm. So that costume was actually alive. So it was a big old story, and that... Uh, costume eventually became the character Venom, if you're familiar with that one. Right, it was right. the evil, evil right. Spider-Man. So that's thing. what I thought it was. Yeah, so it, it's not Venom yet in there, 1985. Venom yeah. didn't come out until 88. No, so what are these other two characters? One looks like the sand? No, one looks like a frog. Mm-hmm. and Or oh, it's a frog. With, exactly. With, 
with little springs. Well, it springs on on his feet, and the other one it's this like uh, character with funny shoes. Yeah, like you can't even describe that yeah. one because there's nothing unique about it. But yeah, the one on the like left. Medieval, huh, yeah. Like medieval. Like um, medieval. Medieval clothes. Like yeah, like a, like a farmer. Oh. Yeah. So the one on the left, uh, it's very creative. His name is Frogman. And uh, the one on the right is uh, the Toad. Now, he doesn't look like a toad at all, but he's the toad. And the thing is that that particular comic, that issue, is like self-contained. It doesn't connect to any other story. Oh, okay. And it's basically the whole thing is a joke story. That those two characters on the left and the right are like a couple of villains. Right. But they're like some of the worst villains ever. Like, we could beat them up. They're like yes. they're like nothing. <laughs> and here they are trying to beat up Spider-Man. And it's like, it looks so epic, the cover. And then the, the subtitle there says, write this man, this frog, or whatever it says. Mm -hmm. So he's like pushing them away powerfully. But they're like some of the weakest characters ever and it was a very very joke sort of story in that particular issue right okay can you tell me more about that story it was basically a few those two characters plus i think one more are trying to team up together to get spider-man because they want to get famous if they're able to take out a famous uh, superhero then they can get more famous and all of that so that's what they're trying to do they're trying to put a plot together to defeat spider-man but he can just like knock them over by breathing on them mm -hmm. so uh, they totally fail on that i see all right I started to read Spider-Man, well, that was my very first Spider-Man issue, number 266. If I had gotten the previous one, 265, it introduced a brand new character, Silver Sable, and that one is worth a few dollars. Mm -hmm. So I happen to have gotten the one right after a famous issue. That's, that one's worthless, basically, but then the right, <laughs> right before it had some value. So just FYI. Okay, let's move on to another one. After I started to really read Spider-Man, um, there was a brand new plot. Um, Peter Parker uh, had fallen in love with Mary Jane, Mary Jane Watson, and they had been dating for a while. The character Mary Jane was introduced sometime in the 70s, I believe. And this is another one from like 1986, 87, around there. And this is their wedding. It's the wedding issue. They uh, they got together and after Peter Parker revealed, hey, I'm Spider-Man and if you want to be with me, my life is going to be... You know, I'm a superhero and sometimes it's hard and I, I understand if you don't want to be with me. But she's like, no, I love you. We're both like broken people. Let's be together. <laughs> and so that was their wedding issue. So, yeah, this is a very interesting character. It seems more for maybe maybe the, the audience was going to be female and they were going to try to capture more audiences because on the background, well, I mean, of the back part of this big heart mm -hmm. and romantic wedding it's these characters that i recognize some of them mm -hmm. like uh, the fantastic force and and uh captain america mm -hmm. and all this i don't know like a villains mm -hmm. um so yeah it's very interesting that one is uh that's a good point in terms of like who is it trying to market it to because there's a big spider heart behind the scenes and mary jane is wearing her beautiful dress but then there's like heroes and villains behind them like trying to break it all up or whatever mm. um there's actually an alternate version with spider-man outside of his costume peter parker mm -hmm. so i have this version and i didn't know until years later that there were two versions one with him in the costume and one with him outside of the costume yeah. the one of him in the costume you have superheroes and supervillains around the sides the one of him outside of the costume you have regular people 
behind the scenes. So that's one of the ones I want to add to my collection, the Spider-Man costume one and the regular costume one. Right. I, it feels to me that these characters are fighting with each other, like the the enemies versus the heroes, and they're looking at each other. They're against it. Like it, it seems like a, more like a plot mm. with the wedding, not in the wedding, but with the wedding. And there are no guests in the wedding, <laughs> but that's just my feedback. That's just maybe how they wanted to catch your attention. Like mm -hmm. there could be the Human Torch in this issue, or Doctor Octopus, and so forth. Buy the issue right now, kids. By the way, how much does it cost? How much does it say there on the cover? One twenty-five, and the other one was sixty-five cents. So this was like a big oh, yeah. plot. So let's charge a dollar twenty-five for it. Giant size annual. So yep. Every year they would publish one giant-sized annual and it would be more expensive and it would be longer than a regular comic, but it was still $1.25. So that Amazing Spider-Man 266, I got that in 1985. But then a few years later in 1987, the wedding issue and such, that's when I really started to get into reading Spider-Man on the long term. And the very first Spider-Man books that I was reading was this amazing plot line that was so dark. Look at this right here. This is uh, Web of Spider-Man number 31 from 1987. Can you describe the cover a little bit? Well, okay, so it's raining. This is the spider, Spider-Man with this new black costume and he is trapping the Spider-Man and somebody is about to shoot him. Exactly, so right away, dark, you know, rain. There's a gun pointed at him. He's trapped on a net. Uh, it has a, a part, uh, it says part one, and what's the subtitle of that? The Coffin. The Coffin. Okay, yeah. so what does that make you think of as well? Oh, he's dead. He's dead. So, um, be, um, so that was part one of The Coffin. I saw that comic at the at 7-eleven in imperial beach mm -hmm. and i started to browse through the book in uh, through it a little bit and it was shocking to see the person that's aiming the gun at him is craven the hunter this is a villain that has battled spider-man throughout the years uh he's like this instead of hunting animals he hunts people like superheroes mm -hmm. so he's coming after spider-man but he's kind of going insane and he's there and when i was browsing that book for the first time craven is in there and he's naked and he's like battling hallucinations naked and like he then has a vision i'm gonna get spider-man how do so, you know he's naked well you don't see anything but you see shadows okay he, oh, he doesn't have he doesn't do you see all the silhouettes you see all of the shadows yes oh my gosh <laughs> and so that that was that first introduction yeah that was that first issue right there so uh we were on our way to the beach we didn't buy the book there but it stayed in my mind and i'm like hey Papa, can we maybe buy it sometime? So we went back to the 7-Eleven, but they were sold out. So uh, instead, what they had was issue number two, which is right here. Now, can you describe that cover? Well, yes, you can see a tomb, and you can see this character. I don't recognize him, it's like a native, native character holding uh, Spider-Man costume, like he's gone. Yeah, so that's Kraven the Hunter, the one that was uh, had the gun pointed at him. And that is part two, subtitled yeah. Crawling. So just by that cover, we see that Spider-Man is dead. Spider-Man is buried. What's going on? Kraven is there triumphantly holding his costume. What is going on with that? Right. So those were the first two comics of Spider-Man 
that I ever started to really buy on a regular basis. And it was a, it was going to be a six-part series. So, of course, I had to buy the next issues. Here's the next issue after that. This one is part three, Descent. If you notice, part one happened in a series called Web of Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Part two was Amazing Spider-Man. Notice those two first mm -hmm. that I showed you were Amazing Spider-Man. And now this one is Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. So there were three Spider-Man books being sold every month at that time. And so each one had its own plots going on, mm -hmm. but then they wanted to cross-promote. And if you wanted the whole story, you had to read each. Right. Each of the series. So now you see in this third part, that you can see Spider-Man in the background and there's like this new character That's that looks Vermin. like a rat. He's a rat character named Vermin. It's a guy that got transformed into a rat somehow yeah. and he's like very vicious and feral. Now you said you noticed Spider-Man in the shadows. That's not Spider-Man. Further, when Kraven defeated Spider-Man, he took over and started to wear the Spider-Man costume. Oh. So that's Kraven actually. And what's going on there is that like he's like i will be spider-man i will be better than him i am you know better than spider-man so i have to kill spider-man first so then i can be spider-man mm -hmm. and that's on the third part right there that now he's the new spider-man but he's like much more violent much more aggressive than the previous spider-man um and again th these are the first spider-man books that i read so much more violent than the classic ones so much more dark spider-man is dead someone else took over him he just recently got married and so his wife is like where where are you like you mm -hmm. don't come home at night where are you so she's like freaking out where's my well he's completely gone yes he's completely gone um and they were just newlyweds they just got married and like it's like where where is he where's peter parker where's my husband where's spider-man mm -hmm. so she's seeing this aspect of things in terms of husband and wife but the world is seeing like why is spider-man so vicious now why is spider-man yeah. so violent now yeah. so if you flip that one around then that goes on to part four oh. and what is happening on the cover of part four okay so it seems that Spider, the real Spider-Man is coming back to life. Exactly, coming back from the grave. It wasn't a real bullet. It was a tranquilizer that Kraven shot him with, yeah. but still buried him alive. So he... Spoiler alert. Well, spoiler alert for a 30-year-old comic, yeah. yes. <laughs> And so the, the cover spoils you right there as well. Because right. obviously if you were reading it month by month, oh, yeah. here's the latest month and it's, oh, what's the subtitle? Resurrection. Right. So that is an iconic cover right there. It's on posters, it's on t-shirts and stuff. Uh, and it's Spider-Man rising from this grave. It says, here lies Spider-Man, which right. we saw him dead on the right. second part, but he's coming back mm -hmm. um, to like what happened. I got shot and like I've been um in a coma for like two weeks or something and what's happening i'm seeing that someone else took over from me a spider-man and you know i need to get back to mary jane mm -hmm. and like what is going on flip over that one for part five no, now it's the revenge. It's the revenge. It's like Kraven, you took my life from me, and no. you you're gonna pay. No. Now, do you notice in the corner? There's a little Spider-Man head on the bottom left corner, and then uh -huh. and then on the other one, there's a barcode. Yes. And that one has a barcode. Right. 
So the one with the barcode, those were sold at the newsstand. Oh, those were okay. sold at 7-Eleven right. at the newsstand. Right. The ones with the Spider-Man head, those were sold at these brand new amazing stores called comic shops. Oh, back in what? This was in 1987. Oh, wow. Now, comic shops had started in the late 70s, like 77, 79, mm -hmm. around there. Mm -hmm. But they were still, most people were getting their comic books at the newsstand. 7-Eleven right. or like a bookstore or whatever at the newsstand. Grocery stores, mm -hmm. you, should get, you could get comics there. And so the story continuing was that, you know, I was going to buy the first issues at 7-Eleven. And then my dad said, you know, if you're really interested in comics, there's a thing called a comic shop. Maybe we could go there and get some comics. So really? when we went to the comic shop. That's when I started to get them at a real comic shop where they always had them in great condition. Because at the newsstand, someone right. picks it up and reads it and puts it back and man right. manhandles right. it. But here at the comic shop, they were in a little bag and there was an actual clerk there that knew the, the issues and would sell it to you. And that was an indicator back at the time that that came from a comic shop. Wow. So probably, um, yeah, how they were selling it. Or I wonder like how they were organizing things, right? Because of the barcode still now. Nowadays, they, don't, they, they have a barcode, but it means a different thing because they don't really sell them at newsstands anymore. Right. That's, that's, uh, they're, not, they're not there anymore. It's all about comic shops now or mail order. Right. So uh, the, the, barcode, the barcode still means something, but it's a little different now. Right. And then flip over the final parts of the series. Ooh, this is called Ascending. Ascending. So if you go back to part three for a moment, mm -hmm. that one's called Descent. Right. And then the opposite is Ascending. ascending. But it's the, what is the character name, I guess? Vermin. A Vermin? Yeah. Vermin, it's Ascending or it's Spider-Man? It's Spider-Man Ascending because when he was quote unquote killed mm -hmm. and buried, he, mm -hmm. he had to come back. And then he has. He was oh, no, he's resurrected. And then he has the revenge. Oh, oh, exactly. And then the revenge against Kraven. Mm -hmm. Do you want to know that spoiler of what happened? Oh yeah. Well, no. Well, yeah. Okay. He battles Kraven, and Kraven is like, you know, I've already defeated you. I've killed you. I've taken over. I'm better than you. I'm not even gonna fight back. So Peter is so enraged and he's beating him and like, yeah. how could you do this to me? And he's like, Kraven's not even fighting back. You've de I've defeated you, Spider-Man, you can never defeat me. So then he's like, okay, I'll be back because Kraven, uh, he's a cannibalistic killer actually. Mm -hmm. So he's loose out on the streets. Kraven was able to stop Vermin, but then he released him back into the wild uh, to show that Spider-Man, you know, I, I did it. I captured him. You weren't able to capture him before. You needed the help of Captain America, but I did it. I'm better than you. So you better go get him. So Spider-Man went to go get Vermin on the final part. Mm -hmm. At the end of that part, after having been able to do all that he wanted in life, he defeated Spider-Man. He was the best hunter of all time, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. He kills himself. Yeah. Shotgun to the head in oh. his family estate because he's like, I have done all that I could. <laughs> part six is then that... Um, part six is that then Spider-Man, the real Spider-Man, has to go track down uh, Vermin before he kills more people and eats more people. And that was the very first plot line of Spider-Man comics that I ever read. Very dark, very violent. Mm -hmm. That's what was happening in the 80s. Um, a lot of comics were starting to get very dark and violent. Mm -hmm. And it kind of started with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm -hmm. You think about them in terms of, yeah, that's that funny cartoon show. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, the Ninja Turtles comics were violent and dark. 
And then later in the late 80s, early 90s, they became this fun, cute, cute Saturday yeah, morning thing. Right. But after that was sold so well, everything else started to get dark in the 80s. Mm-hmm. All right, so the next plots were very similar to that in mm-hmm. terms of, I'll just give them all to you right here. It's the same thing. It's the same sort of, they continued in the darkness still. Okay. So this is Web of Spider-Man number 33. And it's the what's the matter with mommy storyline. Mm-hmm. So can you describe this cover a little bit? Hmm. Definitely it's a drawing, a really basic drawing, but then with mother around. And it's like craziness going on that feels very psychological. Um, all black and white. So it's kind of like a Spider-Man screaming. Obviously he's got his mask on, but then there's like teeth that are screaming. And then there's like, yeah, some sort of mother all around everywhere and scratchy words and scratchy art. So it's like very weird. Yes, very mm-hmm. psychological. And this is part one. They did another three part. This is just three parts, not six parts, but this was part one. Go to mm-hmm. the next book and then you'll see part two. Now, another black and white drawing, that very psychological. What's going on in this cover? Well, there's the same type of drawing and same like graffiti in the background, black and white. It's life in the mad dog war. So, um, yeah, you see a Spider-Man going crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's better related, like psychological. Um, yeah. So the, so the big plot that's going on here is that, you know, it takes place after the Kraven's last hunt storyline and um, Spider-Man uh, is near some sort of insane asylum and he accidentally, he's stopping a crime or whatever, but he gets shot. Uh, he was kind of like off of his game and he got shot and he he fell near the insane asylum. So one of the, like the doctors or whatever in the insane asylum, they're like, oh, look, one of our patients got away again. Bring him back in. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, Spider-Man inside of an insane asylum and he's all drugged up mm-hmm. and, you know, no one believes him that he's like a, a normal person. It's like, we found you with a Spider-Man costume. Obviously, you're crazy. Yeah. So it's all about him being in an insane asylum, drugged up, even himself not remembering, am I really Spider-Man or am I just crazy? Or like, mm-hmm. is it true what the doctors are telling me? Yeah. So then on the third part is um, right there, I am Spider. So right here, that's the main doctor in the middle right there that is yeah. like uh, abusing all of the inmates and the mental patients and experimenting on them. There's like a crazy guy with a big X on his head. Right. This guy that he's like been experimenting on to make him uh, basically mind control okay. and stuff. So it wasn't just a regular old, you know, mental hospital. There was a crazy doctor there doing crazy things. Yeah. And that's what that particular plot was all about there. So um, that one was also this like very deep plot about like very dark and all of that. And it was a very interesting way to start reading Spider-Man comics when they had always been much more like fun. Yeah, exactly. This... It seems too grown up too realistic i don't know that was 1987 like it doesn't feel like a superhero plot Uh right it's this very flawed character that plays a superhero but it has i mean real issues he was killed he was defeated he was now he's my he got married now he's mad and he's um 
I guess the manipulated by a simple doctor that is a, so yeah it seems it I mean it, it might be a great story if it seems weak a weak character a weak uh, superhero one of the things that made Marvel Comics different than DC Comics was their flawed characters. Superman is an alien from another world with godlike powers. Right. Wonder Woman, she's right. a goddess. Batman has rich beyond measure and he's a superhero. When Marvel Comics came out in the 60s, they purposely tried to do a lot of that. The Fantastic Four, they were uh, they, they were a family that yes. were like at each other and like annoyed with each other. Spider-Man, in the beginning, he was a high schooler that like, you know, high school is a challenge. Right. Later on here, when he was a young adult, he had these challenges. Um, a lot of the differentiation between Marvel and DC was that it's real people, not just superhero aspect, right. but it's the people behind the mask. Right. Like so, uh, non-humans. Yeah. You know, like a more gods or yeah. extraterrestrial entities mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. So those are the very first Spider-Man comics that I read, and I read them. Um, those books were from 1987, so I was nine years old. Can you imagine that? Reading Kraven's Last Hunt about mm -hmm. all of that, and then the Insane yeah, Asylum when I was nine right? years old. So obviously that goes to show the way that I am nowadays. But anyway, um, <laughs> no so then the, um, the continuation of those books... Uh, culminated in the creation of the character Venom. So after these plots, then um, the, that that black costume plot came together, where it was that alien creature went mm -hmm. onto this other person, uh, and then became an evil kind of Spider-Man. So right. that all culminated in the very famous Amazing Spider-Man number three hundred. Oh, this is the one that is. <laughs> And so at the top, you see it's Spider-Man's 25th anniversary. Mm -hmm. So 1962 is when he debuted. And this is 1988. So 25 years later. From a comic shop, exactly. So it's comic shop version. And it was a 300th issue of the series. So from 1962 to 1988, 300 issues. Mm -hmm. And this is uh, the battle of Spider-Man versus Venom. He had been introduced one issue before that. Mm -hmm. And... Um, then this is this is their first battle. So it's it's a valuable book. Mm -hmm. It's an important book. It's a classic book, and one of the most famous Spider-Man artists, Todd McFarlane, mm -hmm. started on that book like three issues ago. Um, and here it's one of his most famous works. And if you can get a signed copy of that book, it's easily like two thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Now mine's not signed. I can mm -hmm. sign it myself, but then it'll be worthless. <laughs> uh, but if I get it signed by Todd McFarlane and get it graded and pressed and all of that, it could be worth big bucks. Right. I have my original copy that's been read, lovingly read, and all Loving of that. Lovingly and taken care of. <laughs> lovingly taken care of, so it's not in perfect condition, but it's still one of the most important and valuable books in my collection, in in my heart and monetarily. And so that's it for this particular episode of the podcast. I wanted to talk about some classic Spider-Man comics and share them with one of my favorite people in the world, Patricia Duarte. And so here we talked about some classic comic books, 30-year-old comic books. And um, that's what this episode is all about. We're starting the fifth year of the podcast. Can you believe it? So 209 episodes, five years. Let's see where it all goes. Final thoughts? Oh, well, it was really fun. It was really interesting. And and uh, thank you for having me as your guest. Thanks for being on the podcast. Is there anything you want to promote? You can go to my Instagram at Instagram slash PMD Interactive. P.S. Patricia, Emma's a mom, D.S. a dog, Interactive. 
great. So we'll go check out your Instagram stuff and see some amazing photos and, and keep up to date All with you, right? Nature for later. So if you want to see some fun stuff, if you're still quarantined, go check out those nature photos and you'll be it'll be like you're there. <laughs> exactly. By yourself. <laughs> As for myself, I'm also on all the social media, VM Campos on Twitter, on Instagram, YouTube, all over the place. Uh, find this podcast on your favorite podcasting apps such as Spotify, Pandora, Google Play, all over the place. Just search VM Campos. This has been the weekly VM Campos comic book club, and I'll see you next week. Ciao!